He would not tell her he was afraid to be left alone with the thing he might become, and he would not ask her to leave the lamp burning, a child's bit of magic to ward off the dark. But he was relieved when she did it anyway. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Welcome back <laughs> to Two Mourners. One club. I'm Em. And I'm Jordy. Last week you left it. You left my duty duty duty. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even realize. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. I totally forgot. I was listening and I was like, hmm, okay. <laughs> that was one that I edited three times because I kept forgetting things. <laughs> I guess I forgot that. It's fine. We'll make Whoops. timestamps on this one. No, Whoops. this one's going to be great. We're not even, you're not even going to have to edit gonna, it. We're going to speed run this. Yeah. So anyway, uh, today we... <laughs> Edit number one at 52 <laughs> seconds. Um, today we're going to go over chapters 6 through 10 of King of Scars by Lee Bardugo. And we left off um, with Nina on the mountaintop surrounded by graves. Bummer. Bad mm, um, place to be. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, chapter 6 is in Nikolai's point of view. Mm. Y'all know how we feel about Nikolai. We love Nikolai. Um, and last time we we were with Nikolai, he was in the little, like, secret tunnels, um, with the Count Kirigan, but may, may not be pronounced Kirigan. I, I, that still confuses yeah. me. Yeah. Miss Bardugo? Miss Bardugo. Question. Uh, we have questions. First of all, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Second of all. How do you pronounce how his name? How do you name? pronounce that, and why I is it I hope it's that? not Kirigan. So. Right. Anyway, now Nikolai has and Tolia brought David and Nadia back to the capital um, so they could go be with their beloved. Um, but they went back through underground tunnels, and poor Tolia was, like, having PTSD. Um, and he was muttering to himself, but Nikolai's also like, oh, my God, we should have gone above ground. He's just he's just spouting yeah. poetry. Spouting straight bars <laughs> is what Tolia's doing. <laughs> They're going through, and, like, Tolia has anxiety. He's like, knees weak, arms are <laughs> Eat, eat, skirt, skirt. Hold up. Drop down. And Nicholas like, I'd rather be dead. That would be us if we were ever. No, honestly. If we ever got kidnapped. Yeet, yeet, skirt. We're off to a strong start. Anyway. Um, and uh, so as they're getting back, Nikolai... Well, Nikolai notes that he had received word that the pilgrims outside the city walls had, the um, amount of people mm-hmm. had grown. Um, and so the tunnels that they were going to led straight to the palace grounds, um, right behind a little waterfall. Oh, like, so cute. I love that. Um, and at the waterfall are two of Nikolai's most trusted guards. Trukin? 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 <laughs> Trukin. <laughs> Trukin? Yeah, Trukin. And Isaac. <laughs> Tomater and Isaac. <laughs> I actually saw a really moving interview with Larry the Cable Guy about how that, that role changed his life. Aww. And he like started crying in the interview about what Tomater meant to him. That's so sweet. It was really sweet. Aww. But that's what <laughs> trucking, trucking. <laughs> made me think of. Um, I, jo- I truly don't know how else you would say that. <laughs> Truck. Yeah, no. <laughs> Truck hen? When no, yeah, it's just it's just trucking. When Ford Chevrolet and Isaac. <laughs> Not Ford Chevrolet. Ford Tough. Yeah. <laughs> Not sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> um. Anyway, 
anyway, the two guards are, like, standing by the waterfall to make sure no one, like, sees mm-hmm. them come out. No one goes in. It goes exploring. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Nikolai asks, like, what's up? What did I miss? And Drucken, um is like, oh, there's an inferno set fire to the woods. Mm-hmm. And Nikolai's thinking, sounds like Kuwait. Little stinker. That's the perfect. He is. Kawhi's mm-hmm. big. Ain't I a stinker? And I'm like, yes. He is. Yes. You are. Literally. He's a problem child. <laughs> you suck. Um, he's he's kind of like the child who was never told no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, but but he like, had a traumatic past, so yeah. you can't tell him no. Exactly. So <laughs> he just gets worse. Um, and so then Isaac... Um, uh, or Nikolai asks Isaac something in Zemini because he learned mm-hmm. that Isaac had a, a flair for languages. Yeah, wow. um, and uh, Isaac's like, oh my gosh, your highness, you're getting so good. And Nikolai's like, don't lie to me. He's like, right. okay, well, actually, let's do this. And Nikolai's like, you you can, co- like, please correct me. That's mm-hmm. how I'm going to learn. And Isaac's like, okay. He's like, I'm comfy. <laughs> He's like, yeah, sure. Oh, yes, your highness. Um, and so then they're walking, Nikolai is walking back to the Grand Palace, and he notes how beautiful it is, um, and that mm-hmm. his ancestors had lavish taste. Mm-hmm. Um, but, sorry, he's actually going to the Little Palace, because he needs to talk to the triumvirate. Um, and at the little palace, there's Grisha everywhere in their in their kefta, mm. um, and Zoya and Jenya are already in the war room. And Zoya's like, "You're late." And Nikolai, <laughs> quoting Queen Clarice, yes. Rinaldi of Genovia, of Genovia, put respect on her name. Yeah, Long may she reign. <laughs> he's like, "I'm the king. That means you're early." Mm. And Queen Clarice said, "A queen is never late. Everyone else is simply early." There you go. I would love to see that crossover. That what would be, a diplomatic oh relationship. Gosh, that would be incredible. Dang. She would have Alina sitting with her back straight. <laughs> like two she days. would tell her not to touch the map. She would. She would. Um, and uh, so. I love that that's what we're most bothered about with Alina. But it's big. Yeah. Um, and so Nikolai notes that usually the Tramvert would meet at the Grand Palace, but mm-hmm. because it's a sensitive matter of his little uh, shadow demon thingy, Majigger, um, that they need to talk in the war room in the little yeah. palace. And so the war room is actually um, uh, where, no, yep, we'll get to it later. Yeah. Um, it's a special mystery tool yeah. that will come in handy later. Surprise! Um, Nikolai's like, we're in trouble. And Zoya's like, yeah. <laughs> Zoya's like, it's Tuesday. If, okay. <laughs> what else is new? Um, then he's like, no, 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 this is particularly delicious trouble. <laughs> and Jenny's like, oh, no. <laughs> 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 um, and uh, then Nikolai notes, like, the kefta that she's wearing and mm-hmm. how he added the sun to the double eagle in honor of Alina. Mm-hmm. And it still felt like she was with them. Mm. Oh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Um, and uh, Nikolai tells them that David and Nadia are close to getting the Is, Mas- Mas- Is Marcia ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and then David's like, actually, this is Uh-oh. really not good because he's he's telling us the good news first. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then Zoya brings it up and says that Hiram Shank approached um, Nikolai and was like, hey, we know about the underwater fleet. Mm. Uh, and they're like, okay, well, that's not good. Because the Kerch, Ketter, nope, 
Ravka owes Ketterdam money. Uh-uh. Um, and uh, or Kirch, which, sorry. Uh, which who doesn't? Yeah, but Ravka, it's still not a good place to be. Yeah, Ravka owes Kirch money, and um, now that the Kirch know that Ravka has this ship, mm-hmm. underwater vessel, they could call in their loans and kind of say, "Hey, we'll take this if you like forgive. You can hold off paying your loans." Mm-hmm. But the Kirch want to use it to attack the Zemini because the Zemini mm-hmm. have started to build up a navy, and they've just been vibing. They don't bother anyone. Honestly, the Zemini have been like, look. We good. We have they're, agriculture. Yeah. They're We're, good people. Like, kind. They're vibing. They treat their Grisha as blessed. Yeah. And they're like, we want to share our, like... Our wealth. Our wealth with the world. And Kirch said... And Kirch said... No. Kirch said... <laughs> <laughs> and cocked a gun at them. Yeah. And so... And they want to use Ravkin technology to do it. Yes. But the issue is that the Zemini have been really great allies for Ravka... Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's tough, but also Kirch controls Ravka's debts. Um, and Tolia's like, well, we have to side of Zemini. And T- Tamara's like, well, we have to side of the Kirch. And Nikolai's mm-hmm. like, we all have to chill. <laughs> um, uh, and so Nikolai tells him that they're both right, um, mm-hmm. but either way, like, they're screwed, kind of, so they have to come up with a plan. Yeah. Um, and, uh, again, they're kind of just going back and forth. Um, but then Nikolai pulls out a vial of, quote, cloudy green liquid from Mm. his pocket. Um, it's not weed. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody's like, yo! (laughs) Got that loud, loud. It's the first step to the antidote of Perem. (laughs) It's liquid marijuana. It's even better. It's a good cocktail. Um... We're joking. We're joking. What is in a liquid it's marijuana? It's a joke. Oh, wait. Yeah, that the is a, yeah, that It's is like a cocktail. and pineapple juice. I don't know. I don't like drinking green things. I don't It kind of stresses me out. I think I'm allergic to blue dye. Hmm. That and rosemary. Yeah, and ground um, oregano now. Oh, that's right. I'm just sending Dang. a list of ways to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Here, have this cookie that has blue dye, (laughs) rosemary, and oregano. Yeah, liquid marijuana is uh, rum, blue curacao, and I think pineapple juice. That doesn't sound bad, but I just can't get over the green. I can't. Just leave out the curacao, and then it's just basically a pina colada. Mm. Yum, yum. I can do that. But that's not what Nikolai took out of his pocket. Yeah, it's the start to an antidote to Perem. Um, but they need a lot of Jerda to create the antidote, so they mm-hmm. still need to have a partnership with the Zemini because that is the only place yeah. where Jerda is grown. It takes ten times the amount of Jerda to make the antidote that it does to make the drug. Yeah, so it's a lose-lose situation. Um, and so Jenya's like, okay, well, then you'll make a diplomatic trip then. You'll go to Kirch and you'll go to Zemini, and, you know, you'll you'll just you'll woo them. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nicola's like, mm, there's more. Yep. <laughs> And Jenny's like, oh, what? And Zoya's like, yeah, this is Ravka. Um, There's always an and or but. Yeah. And then Zoya's like, or sorry, Nikolai's like, well, um, so remember that little trip that we just took? Um, we'll test trip. Uh, so the demon came out, and I Zoya found me on a goose farm. And Jenny's like, but the sleeping tonic. He's like, yeah, didn't work. Um, monster's getting stronger. And then, again, he notes, like, um, mm-hmm. If y'all are just joining for King of Scars, the power of the demon is tied to the Nietzsche Boya. The mm-hmm. um, monsters that the Darkling created from Merzost 
Um, and he also notes that the Darkling what did the worst thing he could think of like for Jenya he said mm-hmm. the Nietzsche to attack her beauty that was her shield that was the thing she valued the most mm-hmm. and he put this demon the darkling put the demon in Nikolai because it altered his mind he couldn't think for himself he couldn't he, he couldn't speak. read he couldn't read that's the crazy he sad. couldn't think rationally he is did what the he says. worst yeah. thing he could think of to mm-hmm. both of them and the, then Nikolai thinks he's like Darkling's petty as He's shit. Like, that petty little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, true, though. And then Jenya asked David if it's true that the demon could be getting stronger. And he's like, maybe, but, like, it's Merzo, so we don't really know. And he said it, it was dormant for mm-hmm. a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nikolai makes a joke, and he notes that if he doesn't laugh at it, then he, he'd probably go insane. And yeah. I'm like, I get that. Same. Yeah. Except I don't have a demon in me. I just stress. Um, of adulting. Sometimes you have to laugh or you'll cry. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got for you. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, but it's, it's a bad time. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they're also, they're, they talk about Merzos and the repercussions of that and how mm-hmm. where the fold was, it never grew back. It's just like desolate sand pretty yeah. much. Um, and Nikolai also kind of flashes back to the past few years of how they tried to get rid of the mm-hmm. monster about extreme heat and cold and having mm-hmm. some of the sun summoners try and like use like their powers on him yeah. it's just not good he even had um because if we remember the spinning wheel rip mm-hmm. um oh the spinning wheel was so cool it was um Ugh. they had um fabricators dig through the rubble to find uh morozova's journals to see if they could find anything to do that and that's why he had actually gone to the bone bridge to see if there was anything to tie yeah. him to that. If the miracles have retired yeah. to him somehow. Mm-hmm. So uh, Nikolai's like, so I can't really leave um, without mm-hmm. um, drawing attention, but also I can't stay because that makes it seem mm-hmm. like I'm weak. So um, that's not great. And so then, um, where are we? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, then Nikolai tells them that he's going to set up a little performance for the Kirch. We're going to throw a party. Yeah, we're going to throw a party. We're going to throw a huge party with all the countries here, and we're going to th- show the Kirch the fake is Marcia, mm-hmm. um, and it's going to explode. So they can be like, oh, no, it like, failed. Oh, um, and that way everyone can see that the king is in good health, yada, yada, yada. And then also while they're there, um, he's going to have the squalors make an acoustic map um, at the grand at the big pa- grand mm-hmm. palace, whatever it's called. Um, yeah, at that place. Yeah, at the place. Um, so they can hear what's what they're saying. And Toy's like, mm-hmm. I don't like that. That's not honorable. And Nikolai tells him, yeah, that's why I made your sister the captain of my spy network. Um, yeah. Because sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And he's like, do you have any, like, foibles about it tomorrow? And she's like, nah. <laughs> she's like, let's go. Nah, I dig it. And they're like, okay, well, what could we celebrate to call everyone here because it needs to happen soon. It needs to happen mm-hmm. in six weeks. Um, and Jenny's like, six weeks? And he, Nikolai... <laughs> Nikolai immediately flatters her yeah. and is like, anyone, if anyone can do it, it's you, Jenya. Like, that's why I'm not worried. <laughs> and I love... is like, oh my gosh, she does not need you to inflate her ego, please. And then Jenny's like, no, David never compliments me. 
And I love David so much. He goes, don't I? Quote, don't I? And then he, like, looks at his, he's patting his pockets, like, looking for a list of the things that he likes about her. He's like, I have them written down somewhere. He's <laughs> like, oh, bud. Um, oh, and then Nikolai's like, well, I Nikolai says, well, I gotta, I gotta keep Jenny happy. She might turn on me. And Zoe's like, I'm gonna turn like, on I'm you. I'm real close. He's like, yeah, that was gonna happen anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you don't blush when I compliment you. Yeah. She's like, then give me cold, hard cash. And it's a nice little banter. That's, I mean, that's fair. Honestly. Um, <laughs> Pay up or shut up. Yeah, and then Zoe says, well, you know what? This could also be a really great opportunity to find a wife. And he's like, no. <laughs> no. And she's like, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? <laughs> This whole time, she just, I love Zoya on this, because she's so smug. Like, she's just about it. It She's making me think of, like, the guy from Say Yes to the Dress New York, trying to convince brides. Randy? Yes. Yeah. She's making me think of Randy trying to convince brides to buy a dress, except she's trying to convince Nicolette to get married. (laughs) Um, And so he's like, no, it's too great a risk. I don't want to marry someone that I don't know. She's like, literally, this is your opportunity. And you are literally royal. Suck it up. Yeah. Grow up. Um, And Jamie's like, actually, that's a good idea. And Nikolai is just thinking, oh, damn it. (laughs) Um, Right. But Nikolai knows that she's right. Mm -hmm. um, But he doesn't want to marry someone that he doesn't know. And uh, he looks around the room and he's like, they, these people know me. They, they trust me. Mm-hmm. Um, how, like, how can I fix this? And so he's like, okay, fine. We need a list of people that I can marry. <laughs> and Zoya has it. <laughs> Zoya said, Yatinda bio is up. Done. It's ready. <laughs> she said, I've been swiping right for five months. <laughs> I've been catfishing these hoes for you. <laughs> She's like, you got super liked. <laughs> The shoe were very interesting. <laughs> um, and Nicolette's like, oh my gosh, you're treating this like a military campaign. She's like, it literally She's like, is. Is it not that? Um, and then uh, Jenya and David go back and forth about how many events she needs him to be at. <laughs> I skimmed over this in the last part. <laughs> <laughs> this part, I wrote. <laughs> I love it. Um, and then all of a sudden, uh, Tamar brings up, oh, by the way, Dunyasha Lazareva <laughs> is dead. <laughs> and Nikolai's Dumb like, bitch. oh, who killed her? <laughs> and she says, quote, all I know is they found her splattered on the cobblestones outside the church of Barter after the auction. <laughs> it's what she deserves. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then it. Nikolai's like, wait, was she in Ketterdam to kill me? No. no, she was there to kill an edge. She was there to be a little bitch, but an edge yeah. took care of that. And edge said, "Mm mm." said, "Not today." Yeah. Um. And he also notes that a new person cl- pops up every few months. Yeah. And is like, "I have lens of blood. I have lens of blood." I am blood. Spartacus. No, I, I am care. Spartacus. And he does note that his dad was a whore. He, so <laughs> I was gonna say promiscuous. <laughs> no, he doesn't deserve no, that. That's true. Um. <laughs> I would never slut shame anyone except the king. His father was a hamster. His mother smelt of elderberries or whatever it is from Monty Python. Um, and so he's like, "Well, I mean, they could, they, it could be true, but we got to keep moving forward." Mm-hmm. And then um, Nikolai jokes with Tolia that he should um, think of some some poetry that he can recite to the brides, and Tolia's like, "On it, boss!" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
So they agree, and they're going to send the invitations. And so the rest of the day, he spends it with um, in meetings and things like that. Yep. Um, and later, um, Nikolai and Zoya are in his sitting room by themselves. Scrolling through Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> um, and Zoya has a really long list. This is like mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like when we were literally going through my hinge. And you're like, no, literally. <laughs> and I'm like, no. And you're like, yes. <laughs> I was making unilateral decisions for him. It's fine. I was like, no, I know you better than you know me. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> That's literally what is happening right now with Zoya and Nikolai. No, honestly. Um, oh. And uh, so they go on, and um, Zoya tells him, well, what about this princess from Shuhan? And he's like, yeah, okay, I could potentially. Sure. Um, and then he's like, well, what about, or Zoya says, well, what about Elke, Elk, Elka, Elka? Marie Smith. And mm-hmm. Nikolai's like, she's 16. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zoya tells him, well, Alina was only a few years older when he gave her that huge-ass emerald. Mm. Mm. Fair, but Alina was also of age. She Fair was 18. Play. And also, he was not much older than her at that time. Yeah, and also, wait until your frontal cortex is fully, frontal lobe is fully formed yeah. until, before you get married. Actually, just kidding. You got married before that. Yeah, so I did. JK. <laughs> I was sitting over here like, uh-huh, uh-huh. JK, Fully do got it, married at 23. Do what you want. Make good decisions. Follow your yeah, heart, but, but get a prenup. <laughs> but you and Nathan. Yeah, we're good. Fantastic. Well, but we've been together since we were 19. Since I was... <gasps> I was 18. <gasps> we started dancing. Dancing? <laughs> <laughs> we were dancing the night away. No, when we started dating... <laughs> We've danced maybe four times. That's so funny. Um, I was 18. He was 19. <gasps> Scandalous. I know. Um, but He's then... Cradle robber. <laughs> so then he starts thinking about Alina. Um, <sighs> and because Zoya's like, don't tell me you're mourning her. And he he's thinking, yeah, I am. I am going to. Like, I, may, I really liked her. She was a good friend. I maybe started to love her. Mm-hmm. But she she was the only person who knew what what I had to do mm-hmm. and what was living inside me. Like this demon, he was yeah. she was the only person he was fully vulnerable with, really. Um, and it still hurt that she said no to him because yep. she's an idiot. Um, I just he's so oh, nice. I know, I know. He's so kind. He I gave know. her an incredible ring. I know. He would have treated her so well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <sighs> We'll get there eventually. Um, and then Zoe's like, okay, well, what about Natasha Baratrova? And Nikolai says, <laughs> she's 50. And Zoe's like, and? And then she's like, okay, well, what about Linnea Opier? And, and he's like, he said, immediately just no. Immediately just no. no. And Zoe's like, but she's smart. She's pretty. She's good at math. Like, she's she likes young. to read. She's young. He's like, yeah, I would expect nothing less of my sister. And Zoe's like, <gasps> It's true. So you are. And so he... (laughs) So Nikolai's like, all the rumors are true. No. (laughs) Um, He does admit and pulls out the little miniature that his mom had given him of the painting of his dad and gives it to Zoya so she can see it. And she's like, oh my gosh, it looks Mm -hmm. exactly like you. And then throws it into the fire. (laughs) Which honestly, that's such a boss Move. Like, he's so sentimental, and that could bring down everything they've mm-hmm. worked for. He's, like, really upset at her. He's like, Zoya, why would you do that? I'm your king. Like, you forget. And she's mm-hmm. like, no, this is a smoking gun. Like, if yeah. anyone found it, they would be able to connect the dots so quickly, and you would be yeah. run out. 
and he's still upset. And should she have done it that way? No, but no. it's the only way that he wouldn't have stopped her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, she was like she. The really difficult thing about Zoya is that she always thinks she's right, and she's always, she always acts with the absolute certainty that she's right, and you can't even call her on it because she is right ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time. Um, and so uh, she's like, well, maybe we need to consider like killing him because mm-hmm. he can talk, and Nikolai is not having it. But Zoya is so practical and not sentimental, and Nikolai mm-hmm. doesn't quite understand that. And we'll get to why she yeah. is that way later. Um, and then he tells her, Zoya, if you do anything like that, I'm going to make sure that you spend the rest of your time teaching little Grisha children mm-hmm. how to make cloud animals. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, that's fine. Bye. Um, mm-hmm. And he asks her like are you really so ruthless and she's she's not ruthless she's practical yeah she's just honest she just has no sentiment yeah and again we'll we'll get there in a sec yeah um and so they kind of go back and forth and Mm -hmm. uh then they end it just being like okay time for bed time to time to tuck you in into your little chains (laughs) time to lock you up yeah away the key um and uh so he unlocks his bedchamber, and servants are only allowed there once a week under the supervision of mm-hmm. Tolia and Tamar, so no one snoops. Um, and he notes that it's the only place that belongs to Nikolai. Mm-hmm. Um, and it used to bring him peace, but now it's just kind of a place where he goes. Um, it's painted like the sea. He has a map that was up in his cabin in mm-hmm. the boat that he captained as Sturmhond, and he has like a, a telescope. Um, and he does miss the sea, mm-hmm. um, but he uh, shackles his ankles in, and Zoya shackles the rest of him. Mm-hmm. Um, that and uh, he's like Zoya, what are you gonna do tonight? She's like, literally none of your business. Right. Um, and uh, um, he's like, I know you go somewhere. Where do you go? Mm-hmm. And she's like, literally none of your business. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, he tries to banter with her a little bit. And he also mm-hmm. is like, he notes that he's not immune to her beauty. That if he wasn't chained, that he would probably he reach for like, her. Mm. Which fair. Um, and uh, then he's like, well, you could stay, Zoya. Tell me about your childhood. <laughs> and that kind of like cuts her back that brings her back to reality because yeah. she might have fallen into like this banter but she was like no yeah um so she locks him up um and they uh talk about Perem and Merzost and yada 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 mm-hmm. um but then uh because he's he's asking her like do you think we can figure this out and she's like all all Grisha have felt the pull t- towards Merzost yeah you know I I don't fully understand what you're going through but I get it yeah. Um, but power is protection, and I completely understand that. Mm-hmm. And, like, the want for that. And they talk about um, her amplifier, and he he asks how she got it, and he's like, literally none of your business. Yep. And she says, good night. <laughs> um, and then Bye. this is where the quote that Jordy got came from, um, yep. that he she left the light on for him, because he's maybe a little afraid maybe a little, of the dark. A little bit scared. Mm-hmm. We just skewed, and that's the end of chapter six, and now on to chapter seven, which is in Zoya's point of view. Mm-hmm. I love the little insignias at the I know, chapter. I do too. Mm-hmm. It's like a little storm. It's the it's eye of a hurricane. It's 
In the eye of a hurricane, there is quiet. <laughs> For just a moment. Okay. Yellow sky. <laughs> um. oh, oh, my gosh. I'm so glad we said that because I was going mm-hmm. to quote Hamilton at this first one. There you go. Because it's Zoe rose when the sky was still dark. <laughs> she had an early morning out of town. It's still dark outside. I know. I, I just need to write something down. Oh my gosh, it was so good. But I literally was like, Em, you have to remember this. <laughs> remember, thank goodness. Still dark outside. I know. <laughs> and so while it's still dark oh. outside, <laughs> Zoya goes to do some business she doing before stuff? she goes to unlock Nikolai. Yep. And so it had been a week since they had gotten back. It's been. <laughs> Where are you going with that? One week since she chained me up. <laughs> That's all I got. I'm out of steam. Um, Tamara and Nadia are waiting for her, um, mm-hmm. and they have reports of more Kurgut attacks, which are the specialty Grisha soldiers that the Shu are manufacturing with metal. They're the Terminator. Basically. Yes. Excuse yes. Me, basically. Um, and Zoya says, I need some freaking tea. Like, this is really early um, for this. And so she learns where they struck and that they took eight more Grisha. Um, but that the scary thing is that the Grisha were traveling undercover. And so it's the Grisha that were supposed... I think mm-hmm. it's the Grisha that were supposed to meet Adric, Leone, and Nina. Yeah. Um, that just never did. Yeah. And they're like, oh right. my gosh, either the shoe know or Nina was right and they can actually smell the Grisha. Why wouldn't they believe her on that? She I know. seen them up front. And Tamara says, Nina warned us. And Zoe's yeah. like, yeah, she did. And a lot of good that does us right now because she's <laughs> far away in Fierda. No, Zoe's like, because our, our super smart king said, let's send her away. And Tamara's like, she, she, she needed to grieve. She needed to grieve. Okay, y'all going to regret the hell out of this decision. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. And Zoe's like, yeah, big whoop if she's... That's going to do us a lot of good mm-hmm. if she's killed and captured. Mm-hmm. Um, killed and or captured. <laughs> Not <laughs> killed, then captured. That's... Um, yeah. Yeah. Reverse that. Um, and uh, so then they're talking more about the Kurgood soldiers, and they had dissected the ones that they brought back from Ketterdam, if we remember, that yeah. attacked uh, Nina and Matthias mm-hmm. and um, Jesper. Um, and she's at, Zoe's asking about the metal, and so they talk about that, and they're like, okay, this is how we're going to find where the plant is because it's a really rare metal, and if we find yeah. out where it's being shipped to and or from, like, that's how we find them. They're like, yeah. great, awesome. And they're kind of ready for a fight because they are soldiers. Yeah, and it's like, you know, these guys have been buzzing the, their borders for mm-hmm. a long time now, and they haven't been able to retaliate. Yeah, and so the next page is just kind of Zoya lamenting almost about yeah. different things about the dark lane she's got a lot on her plate yeah she does um and uh how she wanted to rebuild with a dark lane destroyed um and how she wants a world where her people aka grisha can mm-hmm. live in peace um and so now she's going to the grand palace to unlock nikolai mm-hmm. um and uh she scares away some servants who are outside his door, like, mm-hmm. oh, the poor king. Oh. Oh. I get it. I get it, too. <laughs> I just underlined the quote. <laughs> Basically that he's hot and damaged. What more could you want? 
he's rich too. And he's rich. That's icing on top. Um, like I get it. Yeah, Girls, I get it. Yeah. And so uh, they scurry away, and Zoe goes into his room, and Nikolai is chained up to the bed like, you're late. <laughs> I can just see him looking all, like, like, just, like, just ruffled, and like, mm. like a sad like, little baby. I have to pee so no, like, My joints are stiff. <laughs> Let me out of this. Like... I have to pee so bad the first thing I wake up. No, if I woke up and had to wait for someone to unlock me. No. No. Absolutely, absolutely not. not. Um, <laughs> I also toss and turn so much. I would be like. I'd I, wake I would up with not like be cuts. able to move. I know. I would be so stiff. Like I would turn my head. My entire. All my bones would crack. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she unlocked him and uh, she notes that. She could never quite mm-hmm. got used to the intimacy of it all because she's the only one who does this and mm-hmm. seeing how he looks like they, it could be normal for them yeah. if it wasn't this weird situation. Um, and then she thinks about the night before or, yeah, the mm-hmm. night before when he was like, tell me about your childhood. And she's like, he doesn't want to hear about the time that her mother wanted to mm-hmm. marry her off when she was nine and what yes. happened and what she left in her weight. You know, you're mm-hmm. like, oh my god, Zoya Lord? That is like trauma. <laughs> Zoya Lord sounds like Zuta Lord. <laughs> um, it is trauma, though. It's very terrible. And we will learn more about that. I think mm-hmm. maybe, I don't know if it's in this one or Rule of I cannot remember. If it's in real with Yeah. Um, and uh, she's trying not to, like, mm-hmm. touch him <laughs> as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, you know, maybe I should just get into this whole yeah. mistress she's thing. She's like, everyone thinks we're sleeping together anyway. At least I could sleep in if it was true. <laughs> um, and then, so they're waking, he's waking up and Tamar comes in and they're like panicked a little bit. And Nikolai's like, oh, what now? <laughs> um, and then they tell him that there's trouble with the pilgrims and the, the apparat doesn't mm. like what the new cult has to say. Colonial type beat. I hate him. The Me appar- too. Ugh, apparat, more like ass hat. Ooh, get him! <laughs> I know. Right, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, it only took me five bucks to come. <laughs> like a fine wine, you can't rush it. You can't rush yeah. it. Um, and so they're ready. The apparat has his priest guards, and there's like these new pilgrims slash cult that have popped yeah. up. Um, but they have heart renders and snipers in place. And so he's like, "Oh my gosh, you knew this would happen." He's like, come on, give me more credit, babe. Give me credit. Um, and when so. I'm chained at night and lay awake is <laughs> all I can think about. Um, and so they're like, okay, we just have to be ready. They've been mostly peaceful, but, like, who knows. Um, and they literally have undercover cops in the crowd. Yeah. Uh, and so they're like, okay, no one make a move. No one do anything that we don't have to unless I give the signal. Nikolai is telling them. Yep. Zoe's pissed. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's ready to kill all of them. Yeah, she's like, let's end this problem. She hates she's the like, apparatus as much like, as we this do. this asshole has been a problem for five books. Yeah. <laughs> Let me end him. And, and Nicholas is like, like, no, he's too powerful. You need to stay calm, you, Zoya. Do you think maybe he's too powerful because people allow him to get away with this shit? Hmm. And then he gets even more powerful and then people say, we gotta stop this guy. And they go, no. Powerful, he's too influential. That's why you kill him. That's why you end the bloodline and deal with the consequences. Yeah, and Nikolai's telling her, like, we can't kill him because he does have too much power. And Zoe's like, 
he kept me and Alina hostage mm-hmm. under the ground for months. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, Zoya does note that no matter what, or Nikolai notes that no matter what, he was going to find a way to survive, and it's better to have him on their side than on the other side because he's a traitor and he will go to what is best for him. I was, I would stay just a tragic accident for that yeah. guy. Oh no, bummer. Bummer. Um. um and uh, so after the war had ended, um, they got the opera, like, uh, negotiated, whatever. Be- <laughs> after the war. <laughs> after the war, he went back to the Grand Palace. I guess. <laughs> um, and uh, they had built the royal chapel and had mm-hmm. all the 13 saints, but also added Alina mm-hmm. to that list. And that's where Nikolai's coronation was, yada, yada, yada. And Zoya had barely made it through the coronation because PTSD. Yeah. And she knows that, like, everything went to shit. She does acknowledge that because of Tully and Tamar and, like, the priest guard got them out, that they were able to win. But it's still That's icky. different. Yeah, it's not good. And so they ride out um, to the walls, and the huge, there's a huge crowd outside, mm. but um, it's also not, like, the, the sun. Pilgrims, the sun, what yeah. sold out, sold the yeah. those are the sun soldiers, the sun cult. Yeah, these people are wearing black and they have um, their banner has the sun and eclipse, which is the darkling symbol. So Zoya gasped, she's like, Oh my gosh, she said, Oh hell no. Mm-hmm. And there's like a young, like, I think of this guy's voice, I'm gonna do it a direct quote because I think of his voice like cracking, like, We begin in darkness, then <laughs> it's the darkness. We return. Oh, well. like, See, I thought this was really interesting because we have, um, like, during Ash Wednesday, it's mm-hmm. um, ashes to ashes, dust to dust from... Yeah. I'm a bad Catholic. Um, Catholite, if you will. <laughs> um, but I was like, that's interesting. Like, right? choosing that, the, like, you know. Um, and Nikolai just sighs and mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, it's the cult of the starless saint. They Which worship the darkling. That name goes off. And yeah, it, it's, it's pretty cool. It goes so cool. hard. I'm not going to lie. It's like, pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I ain't going to front you. And then the apparat comes over. He's like, your majesty, and bows. He's like, I haven't seen you in the chapel. Sometimes I think you forget how to pray. He's like, no, no, no. Hmm, sometimes I forget that you, that you exist. Yeah. I wish I could. <sighs> and then Zoya's like, who is this to you? Like, who is he? Is he mm-hmm. Was he a priest guard? And uh, the apparat's like, he's a traitor. And Zoe's thinking, yeah, you would know. <laughs> She's like, hi, pot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he And the apparat confirms that his name is Yuri Vedenin. 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 I don't know. We're going to go with Vedenin. His name's Yuri. Yeah, Yuri, the monk. Um, and he was a priest guard, but then he left, and no one knows why. Oh. Um, and uh, Nikolai tells the apparat that if he let if the that if the apparat tells the priest guard to kill anyone, um, then he's there's gonna be consequences. Mm-hmm. And the apparat's like, You cannot permit me to do and Nikolai says, I am not asking you to do mm-hmm. anything. I am telling you. This is not a request. Yeah. I'm like, ooh. Why? Oh, <laughs> still God. have those chains. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Anyway, <laughs> the apparatus immediately like supplicates himself, like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Then he still tries to kind of talk back. 
Yeah. And then Nikolai's like, tell the guards to open up the gate, <laughs> the gate. Because for the first time in forever. There is a group of starless saint worshippers. There's a group of starless saints. That does, it's a really cool name. It, it um, is a... It sounds like a really cool band. Yeah. And so they go into the crowd. Nikolai goes, and Tamara's like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, 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 we're fine. And Zoya comes, and he tells, he warns her to, like, stay quiet. Mm -hmm. Um, And as they go out, most people do go to their knees because they have respect for Nikolai. They call him Coral Renzi, King of Scars, um, you know, for everything that he has been through. And then the... The scrawny little monk is like, traitor, pretender, thief, murderer. Mm-hmm. And Nikolai. He's such a boss. Oh he's my like, gosh. oh man, I've been busy, wow, I guess. I've been up to a lot. Yeah. And Zoya looks at, the, so the monk is described as tall and thin. Mm-hmm. She's like, what is on his chin? And Tamara's like, I think it's supposed to be a beard. So, you know, like, he's the, really... like, icky, scraggly. Yes. Like, the, he's like a little prepubescent, like, yeah. shaggy from Scooby-Doo-ass like, kid. But why would you compare Shaggy to I him? I know, Shaggy's a lot better yeah. than this guy. But um, it's, he's just icky. Um, and the monk is like, tell your false priest to do what is right and recognize the darkling as a saint. And Nikolai's like, okay, if you want to come to breakfast. Um, he's like, I'm not going to be wooed. I'm not going to be bribed. He's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay do you want tea or coffee? And people laugh. And yeah. the monk is kind of yeah. like. <laughs> so the cult's kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> get wrecked um but Nikolai's so calm and cool and the monk had this like whole speech prepared was ready to be a martyr like mm-hmm. and Nikolai is having none of it and he's like um okay I, I I guess um and he's like the monk tells him like I'm not gonna be swayed by by I'm not gonna be wooed by you mm-hmm. he's like Nikolai leans in he's like you don't have to but um do you see that sniper right over there <laughs> and the sniper like waves <laughs> yeah he's like he is um ready to go if I just raise my right hand and Nikolai starts to raise his right hand but just fixes his outfit yeah um and the monk is like I would I'll be a martyr and Nikolai says no 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 He's not going to kill you. The sniper is going to shoot my shoulder and I'm going to fall to the ground mm-hmm. and I'm going to make it seem like, and that sniper is going to get caught and say that he is part of the starless cult mm-hmm. and say that it was a, a ploy to kill me. Mm-hmm. And the monk's like, no one would, lipstick in my Valentino right back. You can't do that. And Nikolai's like, is that crazy? Um, like sometimes you- the truth is stranger than fiction, buddy. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, okay. I guess I'll, so I'll go. So let's breakfast. Yeah, okay. Um, and uh, Zoe. Like, Do you want bacon with your egg? Today? <laughs> I don't eat meat. <laughs> and Zoe's like, I'm going to kill you. Yes. <laughs> um, and so they kind of joke, and he's like, He's like, that's fine. You can kill me. And Zoe's mm-hmm. like, please let me do it. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm sh- don't be silly. Someone's gonna miss him, like his mom, right? Ooh. She lives in Volchenko. Yuri. And then Yuri's like, what? Yuri's like, <coughs> Nikolai came ready with receipts. No, Nikolai said, no, we're not playing today. Mm-mm. And so Yuri's like, okay, yeah, sure, let's go. Um. <laughs> And then they get behind, like, the gates, and the apparat comes up. He's like, take them. Take him into into questioning. Chain him up. <laughs> <laughs> and Nikolai is like, shut the hell up. We're going to IHOP. <laughs> he 
she's my down. guest. He's like, no, 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 you, you, no, 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 uh, the acrobat's like, he can't be trusted. Mm-hmm. And Zoe's like, oh, please, tell me more about how he yes. can't be trusted. Um, and then Nikolai asks the apparat why Yuri left the priest guard, and the mm-hmm. apparat admits that he doesn't know. He just left a year ago. Mm. Um, and uh, they're, like, kind of wondering why they want the Darkling to be named a saint. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, Nikolai calms him down, calms the apparat down. He's like, "I'm, we're not doing that, but yeah. I have to talk to him. I need as much information as I can." Yeah. Um. And so he's like, "Okay, bye." Uh. <laughs> they leave. Like they compromise, whatever, and leave. Um. And then Nikolai tells Zoya, "See, Zoya is kind of mm-hmm. like, are you really doing this? Like, why? Why are you doing mm-hmm. this?" And Nikolai knows the game. He knows what game he has to play and is just asks Zoya to trust him. Yep. Um, and then Nikolai kind of, once again, he now he's lamenting yeah. and is thinking that the old king, the Darkling, Alina Starkov, they'd all bargained with the priest and they'd all paid with their blood. Yeah. So not great. Not good. Um, and so uh, now we jump forward and um, Zoya had been training some squalors. She dined in the hall, noticed Kuwait being a little shit. Um, I just don't love him. I you don't know? either. I just, and his name, he's going by a new name now that yeah. means Phoenix. Ugh. Like, you're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that guy. Yeah. He trifling. I would love to see Jesper and Wyland come to the little palace and Kuwait be like, oh my gosh, and then be like, and then be like, Ew. Who are you? Yeah. Like, Sorry, like they who don't are remember you? Him. Yeah. That would have been like the biggest <laughs> insult to him. Like, yeah. if you are... Um, but later, Zoya goes to to bed, and she actually lives in the Darkling's old chambers, but had them completely redone. So there's fabricator mm-hmm. craft that makes the sky... I'm sorry. Let me explain this. Um, let me describe this, and then I'll say why I was laughing. So she had the sky <laughs> made to look like a stormy night, mm-hmm. and the walls are like a storm, a sea during a mm-hmm. storm, and there's a little boat in the corner mm-hmm. of the room that has a flag with two stars, and she mm-hmm. notes that she's the only one that who knows what it means, but I was like, it's like Extreme Makeover Home Edition when they're like, <laughs> there's a little kid! <laughs> I like, I like storms! For five minutes, yeah. and then one time he makes eye contact, he's like, I like boats. Yeah. And they go, we're gonna make you a whole boat room with real pirates who come in there every Tuesday and blah, 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 blah. I got to help with a, um, a extreme home makeover reveal in middle school. Was, what? Yeah. It was in a, a, the neighborhood that I went to middle school. Oh, in. my god! Here's a little insider knowledge on extreme home makeover. There's not actually a crowd of people there when they go to see their new home. Really? No. We went to the back of, like, my middle school, and they made, like, a fake barricade and had, like, us and our parents and, like, some people, like, from the community, but, like, on this fake barricade, and they took the camera on, like, a trolley down the fake barricade and we were supposed to be like wow yay welcome home yay and that was like three days before they actually moved into the new house but in the episodes it looks like everybody's lined up on their street (gasps) like you know like welcome to your new house they don't it's it's actually not that um i've never seen the inside but i can like i drive by it when i go home that's it's nice wow not as nice as Zoya's room. No. <laughs> but I had forgotten that was an experience I had. Just now. <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> it's wild. Um, so Zoya, like, gets in this, like, really lovely nightgown that is, like, 
beautiful mm-hmm. um, and is about to get into bed. And Tamar comes in. And she's like, Nikolai's out. And Zoya <sighs> says, impossible. And Tamar just is like, improbable. <laughs> she doesn't say it, but she's thinking it. Yep. And then as they go, as they like start to leave Zoya's room, mm-hmm. Tamar's like, um, who are you dressed up for? And Zoya says, myself. myself. Why can't I dress nice for bed for myself? Yeah. Honestly, slay. We love honestly. that for her. Me um, though, I do be in a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to wear this. No, bed. literally, yeah. this is my, I'm, these are yeah. my pajamas. I'm in my sweatshirt and I will just take my bra off before I go to bed. That's my fine. bra's already off. <laughs> <laughs> um, <sighs> y'all get it. Um, <laughs> and uh, so Zoe's like, how did he even get out? Like, it's reinforced steel. And Tamar tells her that they weren't broken. And Zoe realizes, oh, my gosh. The monster has intelligence. Yeah, the monster unlocked him. It's Cass. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wait, real quick, y'all. That's we did an so escape funny. room this oh weekend. Oh, my gosh. Yes, we did. For our friend David's birthday. Happy birthday, David. Um, and there's a lot of locks to undo. And us and our friend so Rachel, who y'all, she was, she was, she was a guest road. star, yeah. so y'all know who she is. We were like, we're going to do so good at this. And we did do well. We did do really well, honestly. Y'all did got the locks so quickly. <laughs> the, like, key, the that first one with the bones, we were uh-huh. like, I was like, wake up. It's wake up immediately. <laughs> and then I was, was like, so good. I was like, the reason I've been studying for the LSAT, I can use my logic games. And it worked. No, that did it worked. Handy. It really did. We did so well. We Call did. us Kaz Brecca. <laughs> it was great. It was fun. We did so well. We were like, Rachel and I got in my car and we were like, I want to do it again. No, that was really fun. We should do another yeah. one. Yeah. So maybe we should like have like a like a little heist room. <gasps> a heist room would be right? mm-hmm. Anyway, um... Zoya's freaking out because the monster opened it. And so they're, uh, Tamar, mm-hmm. Tolia heard the window breaking mm-hmm. and saw the king leap from the window and fly away. I ah. like a bird, I only fly away. I was going to do it again. I'll fly away. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. So funny. Um, and so they are just like, heading out of the palace mm-hmm. use like the back door so no one knows that they're out and Zoya uses her powers to figure out where mm-hmm. he's headed and so they find him and they're in a town he's in a town called Bala Karev um and uh he's in the town center by a statue of Sancta Juris and mm. Zoya notes that she never really liked that story it always seemed like Juris was a bully I just wrote Elmeo in yeah. the margins here that's a mystery tool that will come in handy later it sure will uh and so Tamar and Tolia go to try and stop him, and Zoya's just waiting. So if she tries to fly, she can use her powers to stop him. Mm-hmm. And as she's going to do something, he, like, stops. And so she's yeah. like, I have to get to him. I can't go in the building because if I go in the building, then he could leave. And yeah. so she uses her powers to, like, like push her boost. forward. Yeah. She can't – she knows that she doesn't – she can't use her powers to fly like she's not strong enough to do that but it yeah. just kind of pushes her um, but it lands her in the mm-hmm. wall and she dislocates her shoulder which is kind yeah. of a bummer um, no it is a bummer no it's, it's a major bummer <laughs> it's a major though. bummer and then she sees the creature mm-hmm. and she's like this is different he's different he's hungry 
He hasn't um, eaten yet. Yeah, but also he hasn't killed a human before, and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm the prey. And she can mm-hmm. only use one of her arms, and she's thinking, okay, well, if Adric can do it, so can I. And she mm-hmm. calls out Nikolai, and the creature stops growling for a second, and then it gets worse. She's like, Nikolai, and yep. it's not doing anything. Like and it he, almost like starts laughing. Yeah, and so he throws himself at her, and she uses wind to try and stop it. Um, mm-hmm. And she yells out for Tully and Tamar, and the monster lunges again. And so she uses mm-hmm. her powers to swing, um, to make the bell sound so Tully and Tamar can yeah. be notified. Um, and she's in a lot of pain. Like her arm's um, dislocated and yeah. probably broken. Yeah, and she notes that it's Nikolai, but it's not Nikolai. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, Nikolai, I'm going to be so freaking pissed if you eat me. Honestly. <laughs> um, and then uh, it, like, smiles. And she, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, my gosh, it's not him. And she tries Captain Sturmhan, Sabachka. Yeah. She's like, please stop. Um, and she notes that if she uses lightning, that it's going to kill him because she only has yeah. use of one arm. And then the thing opens its mouth and says, Zoya. Zoya. And she's she freaks out because, it, like, no. oh, my gosh, it, ha- it actually has a mind of its own. It's not Nikolai. It also wasn't it's Nikolai's voice, voice, but it was familiar. That's also a mystery tool that will come in handy later. She's like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. And why do you think she had such a strong reaction to that voice? It's crazy. Oh. Um, and so she's panicking a little bit. Mm-hmm. She's like, Tamar, or no, she's like, Nikolai wouldn't hurt me, mm-hmm. but it's not Nikolai. And um, it uh, its lips, like, brush against her like, neck. Like, intimately. Yeah. Ew. And so you're like, Ew. Ew. That's weird. That's suspicious. Huh. That's weird. That's predatory. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Tamar and Tolia come through, and yep. Tamar, like, throws her axe at its wings. And t- mm-hmm. t- Tamar throws her axe, and Tolia uses his powers, and um, the demon goes night-night. And then as it <laughs> as it goes down, the wings retreat, the talons retreat, and it's Nikolai again. Mm-hmm. And Tamar asks Zoya if she's all right, and she says yes, but she's not. Um and then they're like, we can't control him. They realize that this is yeah. really bad and they can't control him. And now they have people coming from all over the world to Ravka yeah. to meet with Nikolai. And they can't control this and demon. this is what they're coming to, yeah. to, basically. And they're like, oh, that's not good. Um, and Zoya's kind of thinking, okay, we have to save Ravka. We have to do it. She's like, we have to find a cure. Ravka's mm-hmm. going to gonna fall. And it's all going to be for nothing. Everything yep. I've fought for, for the past forever, forever. is for nothing. And now we're on chapter eight. Oh boy. <laughs> and chapter eight is Anita's point of view. It is. <laughs> it's, it's so hard. It's, I can't it's do so it. hard. Y'all remember lot or uh, two weeks ago when I was like crying? I was literally crying reading this. Like last time wait, I got I a little know. I got a little misty eyes. But this time actual tears fell. <laughs> oh no. So anyway. Uh. <laughs> it's fine. Oh my goodness. So chapter eight is Indina's point of view. <laughs> fine. Oh, um, no. And so Adric is like, I don't want to leave Leonie behind. I don't like it. Yeah, and Nina's like, oh my gosh, she's literally gonna be fine. She can Nina's <laughs> literally like just sleep together already. I'm yeah. sick of y'all. Um and uh she's like, you'll see her tomorrow, we'll be back. Um, also, 
like she clearly likes you and you clearly like her. And Adric's like, she likes me. Like, oh, she does. What? Oh. Um, mm. and so they have a little back and forth, which is nice. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they talk about Zoya, and they're like. Because Nina tells Adric, she's like, if I had my choice mm-hmm. of taking orders between you and Zoya, I would always like, take you're you. You're always the winner. And then Adric's like, oh, I used to be in love with her. And Nina's like, yeah, we all were. Yeah. <laughs> like, get out of the club, man. Yeah. And uh, Adric brings up that he saw a student set fire to his own hair because he was so busy looking at Zoya, <laughs> which I love that for I her. I do love that. Um, and... Uh, so, but Adric notes that she was the only one who didn't treat him differently after he lost his arm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Nina notes that Adric was just as bad when they all got back from the little palace, or got back to the little palace yeah. from Karamzin because Adric was friends with the Grisha who were taken hostage by the Darkling. Yep. Um, and, uh, um... Adric is like, yeah, I wasn't worried about you guys. I just don't want to have to deal with the guilt if you guys died. And <laughs> Nina kind of laughs, but she's like, no, I know. But she's thinking, yeah. I know about guilt. Like, I have survived being captured so by the Skella. I, I have survived a shipwreck. She thinks I've survived Kaz Brecker. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, being and Matthias died. Drugs. Yeah, and Matthias died. And then <clears throat> <sighs> she thinks, quote, I failed you, Matthias. I wasn't strong enough to save you. And then... <clears throat> He's like every day, like his voice in her head is like every day you choose to. No, live. no, 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 no! You skipped the first part of that. Because I'm she's, not reading that. <laughs> Nita's thinking, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry." And then Matthias's voice pops in her head, and he says, <laughs> "He says, I wasn't gonna quote it. Oh, I have to. <laughs> because it hurts." Uh, he says, "How long has he been mourning this guy? <laughs> Time, like three or four books at least." It's literally only one book, Jordy. Well. It was Crooked Kingdom and then this book. I know, but we read Crooked Kingdom before a lot of the other ones. Yeah. So, a long time. <sighs> okay, so Matthias's voice pops in her head and says, quote, oh my god. <laughs> it doesn't say that. It says, <laughs> okay, sorry. Now, quote, little red bird, every day you choose the work of living. Every day you choose to go on. There is no failure here, Nina. <laughs> and Andrew's like, Zoya was a pretty good boss. <laughs> Y'all, when I was doing my notes, I read that and was like, nope. Real tears. <laughs> Literal tears. Real tears. It's the little red bird. <laughs> I know. That gets you every single time. Um, anyway, moving on. So they start talking about Zoe again. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's thinking yeah. that Matthias deserved more. Mm-hmm. Um, that it shouldn't just be this little funeral of two people. He oh deserved goodness, more. Oh, this is... This is bad. <laughs> and then, oh, this and is then bad. his, then his voice in her heart <sighs> says, "Quote: I have been made to protect you, even in death. I will find a way." Because that's what he told her. Because he knew he was dying. When he in actuality, because in actuality, the the oh. Scala term is, "I have been made to protect you. Only in death will I be kept from this oath." But mm-hmm. he told her that he was going to find a way. But once he's in the ground, he goes to his god. And she won't hear him anymore. Yeah. And then he's like, let me go to my god. <laughs> <sighs> and, then, and then it gets worse. No, this is, this is terrible because she's like, she wishes that somebody who actually knew Matthias was there. And it's like, it was nice of Adric to like, come along. You didn't have to do that. But she's like, I wish Inej was here. <laughs> oh, man. Leave Ardugo. 
<laughs> How dare you? How could you do this to me? You have to pay for my therapy. Um, so they set up camp. They find a spot. Um, they make a fire. They mm-hmm. eat. Nina forces herself to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Adric, they're talking, and then he he kind of he's trying to like ease her into it. And he's like, "You never told me how he died." Yeah. And Nina tells him, "She's like, I I don't know. We were yeah. we we're working together in Ketterdam, and the hardest part of the mission was over." And we thought we were safe, and then he showed up, and he'd been shot, and and he was bleeding. (laughs) And then she's like, he found, she doesn't tell Adric this, but she's thinking Mm -hmm. that after he was shot, Matthias found his way to Nina, so he could give her one kiss Mm. and tell her goodbye. I, (laughs) these, like, three pages. They're really bad. They're not good. I mean, they're beautifully written. They're great, but they're. But not good for my mental health. They're hurty. Um, I'm fine. I'm being dramatic. I just, they're just. Mm, They're hurty. Yeah. Um, and she tells Adric that there were the Ruskella in the city that probably wanted him dead, but Matthias Mm -hmm. never told her who killed him, so she wouldn't feel that Mm -hmm. rage. Um, cause he didn't want to burden her with that. And she's thinking just the mystery is worse, but, um, yeah. Adric tells her, I, I get it. Like I, I wanted the Darkling to pay for killing my friends and for taking mm-hmm. my arm. And Nina's like, well, you got that. And he's like, yeah, it didn't solve anything. Yeah. It made, it made nothing better. Yeah. Um, and, uh, he's, he's like, none of my friends came back to life. And Nina's like, well, I could help with that. Trying to lighten the like, mood. <laughs> and so they kind of laugh. Yeah. Um, so they finish their tea, and Nina knows that it's time. Mm-hmm. She says she's ready, but knows that it's not true. And then she's trying to talk to Matthias, and it's like, tell me a story. Tell me about your family. And he okay. says to um, tell him about hers. And she, he asks her mm-hmm. why she never talked about him. And so we learn more about Nina. She grew up essentially in an orphanage. Yeah. Um, there's no records of her parents. And um, Matthias asks mm-hmm. her if she was unhappy, and she says mm-hmm. no. Yeah. And he's like, it, even then, it, it was. it's always been in your nature to be happy. And she's like, not anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, so now we get a flashback to Nina being mm-hmm. little, and the staff at the place where... Um, I always said, Nina, come, come little Nina, tell us the news. Like, you're mm-hmm. so happy. And then Nina knows that when she was seven, she met her first tyrant, <laughs> Tomek. Of course that's his name. Of course it is. You know, it's like Tom. Ech. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That was really good. Um, and uh, this kid was just a little shit. And Basically. when he became the leader, like, other little bullies followed um, they just, people. yeah, he just liked to make people miserable. And she notes that it's almost like he could smell her happiness and mm-hmm. just wanted to like dim her light. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, she remembers at one time, one of the Baba Inessa, um, which is kind of like the Anakuya, yeah. but nicer, yeah, <laughs> um, gave Nina an orange to share with the little kids and was like, mm-hmm. be careful. And Tomek came and took it from her and she's like, give it back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's for everyone. And he told her that she was fat enough already and what? pushes her what? to the ground. That's terrible. And I'm like, I hope she got her powers and killed him. She didn't. Yeah. Um, which is kind of a bummer. <laughs> but um, she, like, started crying. And Tomek continues to make fun of her. And they start poking her her stomach. Yeah. Which I'm like, 
Those little shits deserve everything that's coming to them. Come on. That, that is, mm-mm, mm-mm. You don't do that. Mm-mm. I was like, that would have been enough. That would have, mm, mm-mm. There's one thing I don't like. It's a bully. That is absolutely correct. Um, And uh, so she start. she remembers that she started to feel something within her. And it's like she could feel hit Tomek's lungs breathing in air. And so she gave them hiccups. Yeah. Um, And they're like, it hurts. I can't stop hiccuping. It hurts. And they hiccuped into the night. And then she realized that she could do more and she could make a baby stop crying. Um, Mm. She could make her her tummy aches feel better. She could make Tomek's nose run. <laughs> but she's like, she also notes that even as a child, she was like, I need to know when to stop because I don't want to be like him. I don't want to be a tyrant. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the Grisha testers came and she says goodbye to everyone, write letters, be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and Baba Anessa says that she told the Grisha um, yeah. who came to get her that Nina was a married child and not to break her. Um, and then. <laughs> And Matthias is like, no one's ever broken that from you. No one ever will. But she's like, I don't know. Losing him might have done it. Yeah, because she's like, I've been through a lot. I've been captured. I've been tortured. I've been pushed around. (laughs) Yes. Lord knows what. I've been drugged. I've lost my powers. But this is a different kind of loss. Um, And then they keep moving, and Nina knows that the spot. As soon as she sees it in the clearing. <sighs> and she's like, this is it. And she digs the hole by herself because Adric can't dig because he only has one arm. Um, <laughs> sorry, that was wow. not... Why are you going to flex on Adric? <laughs> sorry. I just... That was just matter of no, fact. No, he can't help dig, but he keeps, like, he yeah. keeps the weather nice. He does. And um, uh, she just keeps, like, thinking, here, mm-hmm. this is it. Um, and when she stops, Adric, oh, oh my gosh, Adric starts to unload Matthias's body, um, and she starts to help him, and mm-hmm. she is thinking, should I just get one last glimpse of him? Oh, but man. she's like, no, I don't want to see him like that. Um, yeah. I want to remember him as he was. Seeing him mm-hmm. with the bullet wound and bleeding was hard mm-hmm. enough. I want to remember him as he was, not like he is now. And so they just kind of had to roll his body into the grave. Um, and Nina's like, that, that, it, it needs to, it, he deserves better than this. Yeah. Um, but uh, she notes that looking at Matthias's body in the grave, it, it quote, um, Matthias's, quote, Matthias's body looked like a chrysalis as if he mm-hmm. were at the beginning of something instead of the end. End quote. But it was like a beautiful way to put it. Mm-hmm. Just like a beautiful thought yeah. to death and potential afterlife. Yeah. You know? Um and she notes that they didn't give each other rings, they didn't share vows, they had no possessions between them, but he deserved something. <sighs> oh man. And so she pulls out a little sprig of ash and drops it into the grave. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> Bro, this is too. This is terrible. And then, if we uh, remember in Crooked Kingdom, they all got this is terrible. Red tulips and put them on his body, and she kept she some kept of the, the petals, petals and oh let them goodness. fly down. So it was like his his friends were saying goodbye, and then she. Oh my God. 
I gotta make a joke here or I am going to cry, and I want to preface it with that so you don't go, oh my god, Judy. She dropped some Werther's Originals into the grave. <laughs> it says for you, babe. She, yeah, but she... <laughs> uh. She dropped some candy into it, into the grave, and she's like, I know you never care. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> terrible she's like i know you never cared for sweets but she's like keep keep on like hold on to these for me and give them to me when i see you again (laughs) oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my goodness and then she like starts to bury him yep she just puts the earth back where it was um and then she's thinking i love you and then I mm-hmm. loved you, which I'm like, no, she still no, loves him. No, that's not how. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she. Yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she asks Adric to take the sled back to camp because um, she has some things that she just needs to tell Matthias. Like alone. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, be quick! There's a storm coming." She's like, "Good." Yeah, and then um, she says out loud. Matthias oh and says her goodbyes to him, mm-hmm. um, like what a eulogy would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, she, like the last thing she says, "quote He wasn't always a good man, but he had a good heart, a great strong heart that should have kept beating for years and years." And then Matthias tells oh. her to little red quote little red bird, let me go. Oh my god! <laughs> no, no. <laughs> And she knows that it's time to say goodbye. But he's like, you're not done. Yeah. Um, and uh, then she hears the whispers more and more. And they want justice. They want justice. And she's uh-huh. like, please stop. I'm like, let me be alone with him. Yeah. But she notes that it's not a hallucination. And it's not madness. That it was mm-hmm. real. And they're calling her for justice. Mm-hmm. But see, I didn't like this part. I didn't either. And I'm choosing to ignore it. Okay. Because... And that's where the chapter ended. Yep. Wow. Well, Nina notes that, like, she she realizes mm-hmm. that Matthias's voice in her head wasn't real, that she thought it was, but it wasn't. Um, it was just a hallucination. But I'm like, no, it, no, it was. It I was. Like yeah. All. No, it makes no sense to me. No. It was real. I think his spirit would have hung around with her until it, yeah. it couldn't anymore. Until he... Until she... Until took she, him back to jail. Yeah. So that's yeah. exactly what happened. So this this paragraph, no, 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 yeah, no. I mean, I, yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. And then she says goodbye, Matthias. And now no one answers, and she's alone. And that's fine and because that's he's fine, back to jail. He's been. But he returned. was there. There was no reason. There was no, no reason. reason. What was the reason? What was the reason? There and that's the end one. of chapter eight. No, he was with her. He, he was, was with her. He talked to her. This is. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I just. Mm, yeah. Mm. Chapter nine. Nikolai's point of view. <sighs> now we get back. Yeah, I cried real tears, y'all. That's tough. Um, that was tough the first time, and it was tough this time. It's tough every freaking time. <laughs> I can't. It's the little red bird that gets me. I know it. I, I just, know it. Oh. oh. Um, and <laughs> it's oh, fine. Oh, my goodness. So now, gracious. chapter nine, Nikolai's point of view. And Jenny's like, okay, well, we can call the countries. Tell them to go back. Tell them, <laughs> tell them we had a flu outbreak. Tell them we're not ready. Tell them... Um, we had some issues. Like brave, like that. I might never be ready for marriage. Um, and uh, we'll accept your declarations of war in the morning. (laughs) 
And Tamar's like, oh. we can't do that. And Nikolai it's knows that Zoya's been quiet and he knows he needs to apologize for her because mm-hmm. she's been keeping her distance. But they don't have time for that right now. No, and he literally has no clue what to say. Yeah. Um, yeah, which Nikolai always knows what to say. Um, and then Nikolai's like, well, we have something that we could use. And Zoe says, absolutely not. We're not using that stupid little <laughs> bean flagpole. She literally pole. says, quote, that hideous flagpole of a monk. Read Drag his yeah, ass. Read him for filth, Zoya. I love it. Um, and uh, uh, Nikolai's like, actually, yes, that is exactly what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um and so he's like, yeah, okay, let's let's welcome a former member of the priest guard into the war room. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Toya actually does bring Yuri in there. Mm-hmm. And Yuri is like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. He's like, er, well, first he's like, mm-hmm. sorry, I've been saying like a lot. Uh, at first Yuri tells, the, tells mm-hmm. Nikolai, you kept me in my cell. I was a captive. And Nikolai tells him, my aunt decorated it's that a, room. It's a pretty purple room. Yeah. I gave you I gave you food, water, kvass. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what you're complaining about. Yeah. Um, he's like, Yuri says, my followers won't stand for this. And okay. Nikolai notes, oh, well, I sent them some food, water, and alcohol, too. Yeah. So I think they're fine. Um, and then your um, Nikolai introduces, he's... He tries to introduce Yuri to the rest of the room. He's like, no, 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 you can't. And then Yuri realizes, oh, my gosh, it's all of you. It's all of you. What oh an gosh. honor. It's a dream. Um, and Zoya's like, shut up. Oh, my gosh, what are you doing? And then Yuri's like, Zoya Nasjolensky. Oh, my gosh, I thought yesterday I didn't, I didn't realize. Um, and Zoya's like, you realize that the Triumvirate fought against the Darkling, mm-hmm. right? And he's like, oh, he's like yeah, 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 duh, yeah. Duh. But but David, David was the one to forge the first amplifier, and and Jenya was was bears the mar- the marks of the Darkling's blessing. Uh uh-uh. uh. And Jenya was like, bitch. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. And Zoya is like, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Tamar grabs her axes, and Toya growls. <laughs> even Toya, even sweet and smart intellectual Toya is like, <laughs> Toya's like, shut the hell up. Like, do not. <laughs> And Nikolai's like, that's enough. That's enough. Everyone, everyone calm down. Everyone calm down. And Yuri's like, oh, forgive me. And um, we find out that Yuri's 18. Uh And Jenya tells him, yeah, when I was a year older than you, the Darkling said as monsters to do this. Yep. And I had to force them to stop. And Yuri's Mm -hmm. like, well, he wasn't cruel. He didn't. And Jenya's like, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. This is what he wanted. This is exactly what he wanted. Yep. He didn't want me to die. He wanted me to live looking like this. Yep. Um, and then Nikolai is like, he's an idiot because he let a strong soldier survive. Uh-huh. So, like, giving nod to Jenya. Um, but don't he's like, don't use the word blessing. Yeah. Um, and Dave is like, hold on. Before we start. What's your what's your name? And uh, Yuri's like, Yuri, Yuri, my sovereignty. I know he's so casual. He literally, like, like marks where he is in his book. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> lifts his head. And says, quote, Yuri Vedenin, if you upset my wife again, I will kill you where you stand. <laughs> and I wrote... And is, like, swooning. I wrote, slay. Honestly. Literally. Literally. Um, and Jenny's like, oh my gosh, babe, you've never threatened to kill anyone from me before. Like, a word? <laughs> um, and, uh... Yuri's like, I'm so sorry. I'm just, I'm so overwhelmed. And the the Darkling built this room himself. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, what is this? Is it, is it, is but this? But is so keen. She says, wait, you said that the Starless One did this, not his ancestors? 
And Yuri thinks he has the upper hand here. He's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I knew there was only one dark lane. You know, um, he tricked people of lesser minds. And Nikolai's like, how do you know this theory? He's like, it's not a theory, I know. He told me himself in a vision. In a vision. <laughs> in a vision. Not that so, Raven. <laughs> oh, a vision. Meanwhile, Uncle Alex is sitting on the edge of this kid's bed going, and when I was 340 years old, I did this. Uncle Alex, I forgot. I'm always gonna call him Uncle Alex. Uncle Alex, the sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, oh. And uh, Zoe's like, okay, okay, cool. And then Yuri's like, I've seen the miracles. I've seen them. Um, <laughs> and Zoya's like, oh my gosh, she's trying oh. hard. And she's Zoya, like, oh brother, this guy stinks. Yeah. And Zoya's like, no, they're the work of Grisha. And mm-hmm. Yuri's like, no, no, no. Well, actually, some people believe that all old miracles are the work of Grisha. Mm. Um, and Zoya's like, I'm not going to debate theology mm-hmm. with a mop handle. <laughs> quote. Drag him. That I is a good. It. It's so good. <laughs> um, and Yuri's like, the, sta- the saints are returning the to Ravka. The saints are coming. <laughs> And Jenny's like, no, 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 the Darkling is dead. I watched his body burn. And Yuri's like, he didn't die. Part of him was left there. Oh, my goodness. Um, he's like, he may, it may be gone, but he still, his spirit still lives within the world. Um, that ancient power is in his body, and it still oh. lives. And then Nikolai's kind of thinking, oh, oh no. Um, and uh, Zoya's still not having any of it. But then... Mm-hmm. Yuri goes to the map and starts putting pins where all the yeah. quote unquote miracles have been, and it forms a starburst. Yeah. Um, with uh, the center of it being where the fold was, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh no!" And he's like, "Oh shit!" And they're like, "I really thought it was over. Damn it, uh, <laughs> Uncle Alex! Damn it!" <laughs> He's the worst. He's the relative you don't want to come to Thanksgiving. He's the uncle that literally no one wants to be mm-hmm. there. Um, and then Nikolai's like, so why do you want the Darkling recognized as a saint? Mm-hmm. Like, why? What is this? Um, and Yuri's like, well, I don't have a reason to lie. Like, I know I'm telling the truth. Um, mm-hmm. In the fold, like, black rock popped up. And Zoe's mm-hmm. like, it might just be an anomaly. Yep. She's in denial at this point. Um, and then... Yuri notes that when he was in the priest guard, he had mm-hmm. the opportunity to study texts. Um, and Zoya asks which ones. And so he tells them. And she's like, those are just kids' books. Yeah, and one of his sources is literally the storybook that um, Elena had. Mm-hmm. Elena. What? Um, and so Yuri starts to tell a story, but then kind of stops. Um, and Toya's like, no, no, no. Keep going. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'll just keep going. He's talking about the Obispaya. Yep. Aren't you? And Yuri's like, um, and Nikolai asks for clarity, and mm-hmm. so Tolia and Tamar tell them the obis obis baya, yep. um, is quote the ritual of the burning thorn, um, and because remember they are are believers they were and scholars even, yeah, they they are believers and have read mm-hmm. these theological text mm-hmm. and so they're telling him exactly what it is um and so yuri kind of jumps in and tells them the history 
of like the priest guard and what it was. So what it mm-hmm. was is like the first Lansov king of Ravka before there was a second army. Um, it's at the side of the first royal chapel. Um, monks arrived um, to offer the young king help. Mm-hmm. And they could take on the shape of beasts mm-hmm. um, and would fight side by side just as long as the king promised to, like, um, mm-hmm. pray to the saints, really. And um, the battle was so long that they couldn't return to their human form. Mm-hmm. So they went through this ancient ritual with the thornwood, and if they survived, they could be human once more. Yep. Um and so Toya says that they think that some of the priest guard were actually Grecian. The animals were amplifiers. Mm-hmm. And Yuri did not expect Toya and Tamar to know this. Yeah. Um, and so Nikolai is intrigued because he's like, purge a beast from man. How did, how did they do that? Yeah. Um, and uh, Yuri's like, well, I don't really know. Um, you know, it's fine. And Nikolai's like, you don't come by this fire and brimstone stuff, honestly, do you? Like, you're not, like, a spokesman. And he's like, nah, not really. I'm doing this instead of college. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so they Nikolai tries to get more information from him mm-hmm. and then thanks Yuri. Um, and so Yuri's like, are you going to help us make the Darkling a saint? And he's like, I'm going to have to think on it. Um, go back to your room. Um, and Yuri's like, but what? Back to... You're going to keep mm-hmm. me captured. She's like, maybe I can get you some reading materials. Because mm-hmm. um, he's been locked out of the priest guard library. Yeah. And Yuri's like, quote, I did not come to the capital to be laughed at or to dilly-dally about. <laughs> and Nicola's like, dallying? We're dallying, yes, but dillying? Never. No. Um, and so Toya takes Yuri back to his room. Mm-hmm. And uh, they kind of discuss that because Zoya's just in denial about it um mm-hmm. and then Jenya's like we can't blame him for being drawn to the darkling like we all were yeah um and uh um then Toya sits down next to tomorrow once he's back and Nikolai notes that there's a little look between them and Nikolai's like what like what's going on <laughs> and they're like well there actually might be something to Yuri's story like mm-hmm. this is what we were taught when we were younger mm-hmm. um, and they wanted to join the priest guard that was their goal when they were young but they wouldn't let women join um, again I say I'm a Catholic love the Pope hate the patriarchy <laughs> um, and uh Tamar's like they wouldn't let me join and Tolia said yeah I respected them until they wouldn't let an amazing mm-hmm. fighter like Tamar not join yeah um so they still have their faith but they don't believe in the institution anymore. yes which honestly great. pop off. honestly yeah um and so they're trying to decide what to do um and Nikolai's like no we have to go to the fold we have to we go, go. And Zoya says that she's coming with him, and Nikolai is just like, well, Jenny can just make you a stronger talk, and, and it'll be fine, and we have a plan. I have a plan. I have a plan. I'm pilgrimaging. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, Tolia said something, quote, lost faith is the roots of a forgotten wood waiting to thrive once more. And Zoya's Good. like, I thought we agreed you wouldn't do that shit no more. <laughs> Toya's like, it's literally, how, it's what we were talking about. Toya's like, it's the Bible. <laughs> like, John 4, like. 13. <laughs> he literally is quoting, like, essentially a Bible verse yeah. at her. And she's like, stop saying poetry. Um, and so they go back and forth. And 
Nikolai tells him that they're going to have to go to the fold. Zoya's going to go. Yuri also has to go. They'll make sure he's disguised. Um, And uh, this way he can, you know, talk to his subjects before he takes a a wife. Yeah. And um, Zoya's like, okay, well, what if Yuri discovers about like the demon mm-hmm. and Nicola's like, nah, we'll get there. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Lord. Um, and they make this plan and Zoya and everyone is hesitant, but Nikolai just is resolute mm-hmm. in his decision. And when he is resolute, the monster retracts. Like it feels good. Like he feels yeah. like at home in his body. Mm-hmm. It's like the, dis- this decision, this action is most him. Mm-hmm. And so the monster retreats. Um, he's like, all right, well, we just, Gotta hope it works. Wow, and that's all the chapters we had for this episode. Can yeah. you imagine? The book is done. Wow, that's, that's where crazy. the book ended. What a cliffhanger, Lee Bardugo. It's not. Oh. We have chapter 10. And look, y'all know I love Nina and I love Matthias. And Matthias is dead. And I still love Nina. But I don't love her character from this moment no. on. Nina died with Matthias. She did. It's like... Nina was buried with Matthias. Yeah. It's... she. I just don't love her character growth. Because it's not even Art. growth. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. I don't... It's... Yeah. It's not great. She let grief consume her. And I understand that. But it's almost written like she got through her grief. But yeah. it... For, well, it is written that way. But for anyone who has experienced grief, you can tell... That the grief has consumed her and she's trying to change her. She's this is a to, maladaptive coping yeah. mechanism. Mm-hmm. She literally says at the beginning of this book, she's trying to be a different person. She's trying to not be yeah. the person who loved Matthias. And, and we really lean into that, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, chapter 10 is Anina's point of view. And, like, we just, again, we love Lee Bardugo. Yes. And love her writing. And we both agree that if King of Scars and Rule of Wolves had been three books, mm-hmm. we would have loved it. Yes. We like it. It would have been better. I I like King of Scars. Yeah. I don't like Rule of Wolves. I just, don't just love... Just straight up. I don't love Rule of Wolves. I just... I like Nikolai and Zoya's. Yes, I like parts of Rule of Wolves. Yeah. But the entire thing together, I like... Well, Nina's chapters mm. don't exist in Rule of Wolves. No. So it's just Nikolai and Zoya, so I like the book. <laughs> Come on. I even like, I own, I, I think that this should have been pulled out and made its own duology or whatever, but I even like our little Shuhan interludes. Yeah, that should have... It, that should have been its own thing. What should have happened is this duology should have been Nikolai and Zoya, and Nina should have been... some Like, the timeline should have been it's, a little bit different. yeah. yeah. And we could have had another book, another duology with mm-hmm. Nina and Shuhan. Yeah. And that would have been fun. And this is what gives me hope for a season three because it feels like the more that Lee Bardugo matured and found mm-hmm. these characters' voices, the more she tried to bridge. Like, it, it almost felt like a rush to get the Six of Crows characters and the Shadow and Bone characters mm-hmm. in the same series. Yeah. But we've seen from the show now that, like, if you just age the crows up a little bit, mm-hmm. everything can happen at the same mm-hmm. time and then go forward. And so that makes me excited to see, especially with the note they ended season two on, yeah, how they could potentially fix some of that in the show. But that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about the book. Yeah. And that's, you know, upsetting. I, again, I don't hate the... I don't like the character arc for Nina. 
I don't yeah. hate it. Mm, I, I just like think it. I just think it should have been like it again. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. I don't like it, but I really enjoy. I really I really like and love uh, Nikolai and Zoya's. Yeah, like that chapters natural in King of Scars good. and in Rule of Wolves. Yes, I agree with that. So, f- moving forward. We're just going to take Nina's chapters with a grain of salt. And Nikolai mm-hmm. and Zoya, like, I think that storyline could have been developed more. Mm-hmm. And again, it should it could have just been between Nikolai and Zoya and had a Toya and Tamar and Nadia mm-hmm. and Adric chapter. Sorry, not Adric, because he's with Nina. Yeah. Chapter thrown in there every once in a while. I agree. And it would have been great. Yes. It's good. And we really enjoyed it. Yeah. Nikolai and Zoya's points of view. Yes. But it could have been great. Yes. If it had just been them. If it had just been them. I know. Because we spend all this time in these white countries. I would have loved a Shuhan duology. Yeah. Again, if we had 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 King of Scars and Rule of Wolves with Nikolai and Zoya, those two, back and forth, back and forth. And then we had another duology with Nina and then what's going on in Shuhan. Yes. That could have partnered really, really well. Easily. And it would have solved all my, it would have, it would solve all my gripes with this. Yep. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. So I'm just going to pretend that's what's happening. (laughs) So anyway, Matthias Uh, is dead and buried and, um... Snow starts to fall, and there's a, a storm, like Adric warned, mm-hmm. um, and it's like a blizzard. And Nina's trying to find Adric, and she's yelling for him. She's like, I'm dumb, I'm dumb, I'm dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she is just circling, and she's back at Matthias's grave. And she's like, well, damn. <sighs> um, and then she's thinking, well, maybe this is maybe this is my purpose. Maybe I'm supposed to die and, maybe and stay, die stay with Matthias. Yeah. Drama. Um, and then all of a sudden, there's five shapes in the snow, and it's wolves. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, my God, of course. And says, quote, Matthias, your country can kiss my fat Grisha ass. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly, go off, queen. Yeah. Um, and we we are reminded that wolves are sacred to the Druskela. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they sense Matthias's presence. Maybe they sense Nina was a Grisha. Maybe they were just hungry. Yeah. And she yells at them in Fjerden, just go, I don't want to hurt you. Um, And because she remembers that Matthias had been forced to fight wolves when he was in Hellgate. Um, And she saw the pain that that brought him, and she didn't want to do it. So two wolves jump at her, and she uses her bone shards and kills them. And it's sad. Yeah, they yelp. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, But then she's like, that's kind of weird. They're moving really... They reminded me of, like, the wolves in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Where Belle runs away. Yeah. Um, And then more lunge, and one falls, but the other, like, bites her. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, then she's thinking, well, I'm about to die. I just Mm -hmm. spoke all those words for Matthias, who's going to talk to me. Literally, Adric is still close by. Right. Like, Like, whatever. Chill. Um, And so she's feeling death around her. She feels... Mm -hmm. Matthias's body, like she feels the graveyard. And the wolf's bite felt like venomous almost. Yeah. Well, it's probably rabid. Well, there's a reason, remember? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, then she realizes that two wolves are fighting in the snow. One's great and one's white. You have two wolves inside of you. <laughs> one has depression. The other one also has depression. <laughs> you have depression. <laughs> That's Nathan all the time. Oh my goodness. Um, but there's two uh. wolves fighting in the snow. One's gray and one's white and large. And um, the white wolf mm-hmm. like releases a small one and it runs away. 
and the white wolf turns to Nina, and it has blood on its muzzle. And mm-hmm. um, she's like, mm, it's different. Like, the gray ones have clearly are, like, rabid. Something's yeah, wrong something's with them. Right. Um, and then the white wolf is coming towards her. And he was ready to use her powers, but then she sees that it has a scar along its eye. And she says, Trassel? And the wolf's ears do it. And the wolf is like, huh? She's like, this can't be Matthias, this wolf. The wolf's like, I haven't heard that name in years. years. (laughs) Takes a drag of his cigarette. And Nina's like, there's no way this is Matthias' wolf. It literally cocks his head like a puppy, like, huh? Yeah, but she remembers that when the Druskella die, that the wolves are sent back into the wild, and usually Mm. they don't make it because they're, they're, like, domesticated. Um, But Trassel has, Mm. and so she's like, Trassel? And it moves, it tilts its head like a puppy. And then she hears hoof beats. Oh gosh, and that's where the chapter ends. Wow. And then, ugh. And then there's a girl on a horse that rides in the clear. He's like, get back. And gets between Nina and the wolf. And Nina's like, shut the hell up. And she realizes it's the girl from the convent who was on the horse, the tall one. Big and first new groove. Yeah. It's the peasant from the village. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch. Um, uh. I hate her. <laughs> I hate her. Um, and uh. this girl gets her rifle mm. ready to shoot Trassel. And Nina's like, literally, no. And throws a bone shard at the girl. And sh- Nina tells Trassel to run. And the wolf, Trassel's like, no. Because mm-hmm. he know he knows the connection between mm-hmm. her and Matthias. He knows, and he knows that like Matthias uh. would want him to protect her, and that's what mm-hmm. he's doing. And she tells Trassel a command in Fjordan, a Druskella command, and tells him to run because mm-hmm. she doesn't want this girl to kill Trassel. Mm-hmm. And the girl's like, "What are you doing?" And this is funny. Nina's just like, oh, and like yanks this bitch off the saddle. Yeah. And the girl's like, hey, nee, nee, nee. and Nina's like, you scared him. Mm-hmm. And the girl's like, that was a wolf. You know that, right? Like, nee, 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 nee. She's like, you dumbass bitch. He didn't bite me. It was the other one. He saved me. Mm-hmm. And the girl's like, how do you know through skeleton commands? And Nina's mm-hmm. sobbing because she was like, yeah. this is, this, this could have been my, if she, if. This dumb bitch hadn't uh-huh. ridden up at the moment she did. She could have taken Trassel uh-huh. and mourned and been fine. Yep. This is what happened. <gasps> and she's like, what if I never see Trassel again? And she's like, Matthias had to send him to me. Mm-hmm. He did. And she's like, you had no right. And the girl's like, I didn't mean to. But Nina starts throwing hands. I'm done. She's like trying to fight the other girl. And the girl's like, um, and then she realizes um, mm-hmm. Nina feels her heartbeat like start to stop, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh my gosh, you're a Grisha!" And the girl's like, "No, I didn't." I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. And then um, Nina uses her powers um, to like feel what's going on with the mm-hmm. other girl, um, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, you're Grisha!" And the girl's like, "No, I'm not." Whatever. Um, and Nina's like, "I'm not gonna hurt you." I wish she would. Um, <laughs> She's like, well, you're going to hurt me a second ago. She's like, yeah, well, not anymore. And then the girl's like, well, why do you care about a wolf? You're worse than the Druskella. Oh, my gosh. And Nina's like, um, he saved me. I don't know why, and I don't want you to hurt him. Yeah. 
I don't know. They go back and forth. Yeah. Whatever. They talk about Nina's power. She threw a dart at her. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. The girl crumbles. She's like, I didn't hurt anyone. Yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Grisha, how they know. Nina makes mm-hmm. up a story. But they're still in a storm. Mm-hmm. She's like, you can't tell anyone who I am. They'll kill me. And Nina's like, I'm not going to. Like, I'm not. Whatever. And the girl's like, I'm not Grisha. And she's like, yeah, sure, whatever, dumbass. Um, mm-hmm. And the girl's like, well, I have to go... Um, or the girl's like, can you bride? She's like, if I have to. And she's like, yeah, well, either that or you're going to sleep in the snow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the girl's like, you know you can, like, be punished for using those commands. Those are just through mm-hmm. Skella. Um, and he was like, yeah, I'll pray about it. <sighs> and then... Um, She's the girl's like, how do you know those commands? And Nina's like, oh, there's a there's a kid from my town who mm-hmm. who served, um, and the girl asked for his name. She's like Lars. I think he's dead now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, um, he died recently. <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, uh, he had whipped. He's the one who had whipped Nina before mm-hmm. Kaz killed him. Yep. He 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 he. Get after it. Um. So they're going through the snow. Whatever. I, I'm, i like, so... I know. I'm just so done with this now. Like, Yeah, they found uh-huh. shelter. Blah, blah, blah. Stand guard. Mm-hmm. Dumpling something. Whatever. And then, like, <laughs> they... Like, this so pisses me off because mm-hmm. Nina notes that the girl is pretty. Yeah. She just buried Matthias. And then she's like, hmm, this girl's hot. And this, we'll get to it a little bit in um, Rule of Wolves, a little bit. But I also know we're not going to go through all of Rule of Wolves because a lot of it is like this. So I'm going to say this here as well. I don't like how Nina is with Hana. Because, one, we learn some stuff about Hana later on. And it's like, Nina, her initial... Uh, to be totally honest, attraction mm-hmm. to her is predicated off of things that make Hana feel uncomfortable in her own body. Ooh, interesting. You know, and so oh, her initial attraction, but maybe they're like initial attraction, yes, yes. but then like they're attraction. But then they get to know each other, blah blah blah. But I'm saying her initial yeah. attraction to her is predicated her, off of her things. initial attraction happens on page one seventy two, yeah. and she buried Matthias on page one. 160. Yeah. Like, like it's not it's not okay. Like, you turn the page and she's like, hmm, Matthias who? She's like, hmm, going to go kind of hot. But it's like it's predicated upon yeah. things that like she, that Hannah is not comfortable with herself. And in Rule of Wolves, the way that Nina deals with it, I do not like. Mm-hmm. Because like Hannah's like getting ready for this party or whatever. Well, I'm not going to go too deep into it. And he's like, oh my God, you look gorgeous. And Hannah's like, please don't say that. Like, it mm, clearly really makes that. her uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, just don't. Because Hannah's dressed like a woman. Mm. And Nina's like, wow, you're so pretty, babe. And Hannah's like, I literally want to die. So mm. it's like, just the way that is handled, I do not like. I will say I never realized that, like, as someone who has never experienced mm-hmm. gender dysmorphia, like, I, I, that's something I didn't catch. So interesting. Very interesting. Um, and it just, it feels unfair to Hannah's character that this is what, how we get her. Yeah. And it feels, it cheapens Nina's whole character as well. Yeah. I think maybe, 
I mean, like, I didn't realize it. So maybe yeah. Lee Bardugo just didn't realize it. Well, I think, I think I said that in a previous episode, is that I do not think that she talked to a single trans person. That's fair. When writing Hana. I just don't like Hana. I don't like her either, and I wish I did, because, like, it happens so I think she's. I think she's a dumbass. I think she's a bitch. <laughs> she's two-dimensional. There's, like, something like, later on where I'm like, oh, this could be kind of cool, and then I'm like, no, I don't like no, her. No, actually, because she sucks. it just, it boils down to the fact that Nina was just in such mourning. Mm-hmm. And buried Matthias and is going through this hard thing where she thinks she's going like, to die. And then she sees Trassel and is like, he's here to mm-hmm. save me. Matthias sent him mm-hmm. to save me. And then this dumb bitch comes and ruins it. Yeah. And I that is so, like the yes. sound on this is so loud. I'm so sorry. No, but you guys fine. you guys know yes. how I feel about Nina and Matthias. And it just like to me, this deflates their whole relationship because ten yes. pages, ten pages after she buried him she's like this girl's hot yeah like I just... so from now on jordy will be reading nina's <laughs> point of view chapters but i don't like them either it's just we'll just do a quick we'll just do super fast because yeah. it it honestly like it feels like a rebound that just stuck becomes because, reality because at the end of this chapter they like are talking and nina yeah. realizes oh it's the first time i've smiled in months it's a literal rebound like it's literally like, this is, if, I wish Nina, I mean, I, we talk a lot about therapy and for the crows because they need it, but I really, honest to God, wish that somebody who cares about Nina, like, I don't know, Zoya, who said, why didn't you keep her here, um, sat down with her and was like, hey, you're not okay. What should Let's have happened is Tamar this. went with Nina like, to Fierda to bury Matthias, yes. checked in on the spy networks, yes. and then they're like, oh, Trestle, a little puppy. Great, yes. we're coming back. But Let's mourn together. Tamar couldn't go because she's obviously shoe. Mm. To Fierda. Oh yeah, they're like not. <sighs> Damn, that's what happens. Or even if Jenya, anybody, David, anybody, even anybody. Yeah, like anyone just... who knows her, because like Adric kind of knows her. Exactly. But he's... Like Adric and Leone are more interested in each other, which is not an yeah. indictment yeah. upon them. I think that's good. They should be, but nobody who actually knows her. Is like like everyone literally. I think what happened, honest to God, is that everyone else was like, "Oh well, our problems are bigger and need a rebound." Mm-hmm. Like Nina always bounces back. She's a Mary child. Yeah. She'll be fine. Yeah, that's exactly what and it is. And then this is what happens. Like she, she literally loses herself. But like on purpose. If y'all don't agree, that's totally fine. We would love to hear your opinions on this. Um, but I, I mean, again, I love Nina Matias, and she, this is like the first real relationship she has had yes. this is the first time with everything they've been through she fully yes. trusts someone she, the full, first time she has fully given who she is as an individual to someone yes. she's not doing that with hana no and she buries him and is going through this awful loss mm-hmm. and gr- the stages of grief and she like, has yeah. this potential shining light of, oh, my gosh, it is Trassel. He recognized her. He found Matthias. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, Matthias sent him to protect yeah. me. Matthias is still with me. Because she just yes. had the, like, oh, my gosh, she's not with me. No, I mean, he is with her. Even, that just proved that he was with yes. her. Like, because that's not, that's not a coincidence. And he's like, oh, my gosh. And Trassel did the little head tilt like, with your puppies. He recognized his name. He protected her. He knows who she is. And he yes. would have gone with her. Yes. 
And then they go back to Ravka, and she has a little puppy that's like... And it's like, there are ways to get to the end point of Nina's story without doing this. There are ways that I feel like would actually be better social allegory, would actually be better plot-wise. But there are ways to get there that we're not going to get because of this. And it's like, in the chapter where she buries him, she literally is like, you know, we never got to say or do anything about it, but it's like we were married. Yeah. I'm married. I have been for over three years, almost four. I've been with the same person since I was 18, like we were talking about earlier in this podcast about the, the age that mm-hmm. Nina was when they met. It's going to take some time. Like, I don't think it's cheapening her story arc to, like, because I, I can already hear, like, counter arguments of people being like, well, do you want her entire story to be centered around a man? That's not no. what it's about. Like, doing this is more reductive I don't want her than having to, her mourn to, her relationship. Yeah. If she rebounds like, real quick and then is like, okay, let's move on, no, fine. I would have I loved a one-night stand with Hannah where she woke up the next morning consumed with guilt. And, like, this is not the way. Mm-hmm. You know? That would have been really good. That would have been interesting for Hannah's character. Like, she could have stayed as a character. But, like, none of this, like, oh, you're actually, like the person I want to be with like because you buried you uh, buried the alleged love of your life 10 pages ago yeah like I'm just I don't yeah I just I'm just we would love to hear y'all's thoughts on this truly because and I think it is unfair because like Hannah could have could have been a really good character with a really great representation but she's entirely told through the lens of Nina's delusion yes honestly She's like, a good character who had the potential to reduce to like a two D yeah rebound person mm-hmm. like not even rebound person just, just like living through the expectations of other people and like yes. the journey that she goes on which we don't want to spoil anything because no. we'll go through we'll it it's there. like it's through it's not through her own no, volition it's Nina, and it's also through Nina's point of view yeah that that's why I'm like it's more reductive to Hana and to Nina mm-hmm. to do this than it is to have Nina stay consumed over grief with Matthias and like see how that grief transforms because yeah. grief doesn't get smaller your capacity to handle it just grows yes like and to see it's, how it's she never stabilized like the pain is never gonna go away especially for someone no. who you are. Like, they are your person. You were their person. Yeah. Like... It, that's never going to go away. You learn to remember them in the small like, things. Like, you learn like, how to do your everyday without yeah. them. But that doesn't ever make it go away. But not ten pages after you buried no, them. No. After you literally... That's the thing. Compare I'm like, yourself to husband and wife. The thing for me is, oh. if even if Hannah had showed up, if Hannah had become a thing yeah. at the end of this book... At yes. the beginning of Rule of Wolves, fine. Yes. After fine. Like, some friendship and yeah. some talking. Fine. And... But not 10 pages. Like, that is where I was like, no, I hate this character. Because. Yeah. And the relationship's both, like, also predicated on lies. Whereas she and Matthias were, mm-hmm. like. All, Fully like, honest. Like, like, it's it's the enemies to lovers. No, literally. They were, like, in as truthful mm-hmm. and as honest an authentic a situation as you can be. You li- they literally had to survive, like, had to depend on each other to yeah. survive. There were no room. There was no room for secrets and yeah. for deception. Whereas, literally, she doesn't even have her own face on. Yeah. While she- when she meets Hana. 
like we'll discuss it we again we would we love have to big hear feelings yeah. about this if y'all can't tell we would love to hear y'all's thoughts and opinions on this if you agree with us if you love hana like you do you but we would love to hear your thoughts on this okay i will say i always picture hana like the human form of the beast or beauty and the beast because mm. nina always talks about how luscious her lips are and when yeah. the when adam then the beast turns around yeah. he's like like his full pursed Kylie Jenner lips. See, I can't. <laughs> and I'm like, eh? I can't ever quite picture Hana because she's like supposed to be part like native, like, which like I did. Yeah. I loved. I yes. love that Lee Bardugo included that. That's what that. I'm saying. I would love Hana as a character. Yeah, and she's supposed to be like out of these circumstances, like tan. Ooh, yeah. What was that? <laughs> you made tan. that word three syllables. <laughs> tan. Janae. Janae. <laughs> Tan. <laughs> um, she's like tan, but yeah. has like reddish hair. Yeah. But also, I think she has like green eyes. I think maybe. they're like copper, like gold. Mm. Which is weird. And she's tall, like a Scandinavian. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> Good grief. Good so, grief. Yeah. So, anyway, just like. With Nina's chapters moving forward, take it with a grain of salt with how we're doing it. Like, we are going to try and be objective. I'm moving. not. <laughs> yeah, it's we're not. Hard. Yeah. Sorry. Y'all don't listen to this for us to be objective. You no. listen for our opinions. So, like, Nina moving forward, just just know that we love Nina and Matthias. Yes. And we just don't love the way Nina is handling her grief and choosing no. to move forward in her grief. And I mean, I think all of this is ultimately a testament to how good a writer Lee Bardugo is, is yes. that we are so pissed yeah. about the actual trajectory of a person who does not exist. We, yeah, why am like, I getting this upset? Like, I'm actually, like, kind of mad now. Why, why, like, am, why am I this upset? <laughs> I'm actually a little heated right now over a person who's literally not real. Yeah, so that <laughs> is absolutely a testament to Lee Bardugo's writing. But this I'm is just... not like a, a ding on Lee Bardugo at all. It's just a I difference mean, of opinion in how it was handled. Yeah, y'all have listened to, like, literally, y'all heard me... 20 minutes ago shed literal tears <laughs> over Matthias and now I'm like I'm ready to fight this bitch <laughs> I will go toe to toe with Hana oh, like I'm not short I know she's tall but I'm not short and I think <laughs> I think you could take her I think I could take I her you could take her I'm not gonna lie I think I can take her um I know she's a heart render or whatever oh, I'm scrappy <laughs> <laughs> like we'll get it done um <laughs> Dirty anyway. hands had come to see the hard work done. Yeah. So, <sighs> I don't know. We have a lot of feelings. We Let do. us know what y'all think. Um, but thank This you. is a small preview of what at least one of the Rule of Wolves episodes is going to be. Yeah, we are only doing two episodes uh, for Rule of Wolves because we just kind of want to get through it. Yeah. Um, because, just because, again, Nina's, again, Nikolai and Zoya... Great. Great. But just because of Nina's storyline and how it plays into it all, we're just going to do a few episodes. Yeah. It's also a huge book. It's also ginormous. And we do want to get to Percy Jackson. Yes, we do. And maybe do like a little special fourth wing episode in between before Iron Flame comes out. Saucy. Yeah. Well, it was. It was so saucy. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. shockingly. I yeah. was shocked y'all wanna hear, sauce. Y'all want to hear a funny little story? I don't think they do. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm going to tell it. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> no, I'm going to tell it. So um, our friend, uh, so y'all know we travel quite a bit for work. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I love a good podcast. I love listening to music. But sometimes when I'm traveling in the car, I just... It's like a long trip. Yeah, it's a long trip. I would rather, like, read a book. Mm-hmm. And so our friend sent us the audiobook for Fourth Wing, and we're like... Oh, yeah. yeah. It wasn't really advertised to us much. No. It was advertised as, like, fantasy, like, adult, young adult like, fantasy. Told, read this. It's fantasy Hunger Games. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Which I would say was a fair summary. Yeah. Um, and so I'm listening to it, and I was like, okay, this is good. It felt very... I think the, both Jordy and I agreed the reason we like it so much is because it felt nostalgic. It was very nostalgic. Of, like... Um, it was giving divergent Hunger, Hunger Games, Games fan weird, fiction, like, dark archangel books that they were like multiple yeah. series of, but like good fan fiction. Not like yes. I don't want to be like oh, fourth wing is fan fiction. No, like, but like like the fan fiction that you wake up like you stay awake at three a.m. and when it says last updated in two thousand five, you're like no, yeah, like that kind of fan fiction. Um, it was addictive. It was really yeah. Fun. It was we really enjoyed it. Like you can have your gripes about it, but you yeah. cannot argue that it's not addictive. Yeah, we we I think we both really enjoyed I, it. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I'm I really enjoyed it. We're excited for the next one. The next one. But I excuse me. I went on my work trip first and listened to it and was like, oh my gosh, this is really good. And then I obviously send Jordy voice memos about everything. And I was like, this book is really good. I'm excited for you to listen to it. It's a little <laughs> spicy. Like, it was a little spicier little than I thought spicy. it was going to be. The rating is 21 and up. Yeah, I was like, wow, this is not quite what I was expecting. Because you don't hit the spice until, like, three quarters of the way through. Mm-hmm. It sneaks up on you. And I was like, wow, yes, dragon, slay, literally. No, um, And then I was like, oh. <laughs> and I sent Jordy a voice and I was like, it's a little spicy. And then Jordy sent her mom... <laughs> I was like, I just said this book is spicy. I don't know what's so spicy, spicy about it. It's so spicy. And then, like, two hours later, we were like... I texted everyone and I was like, I found the spice. <laughs> I told I told my mama. I told my husband. I was like, this book's got no spice. Jordan was like, Emma is such a prude. <laughs> There's no spice. spicy. And then... A word that I was not expecting to hear <laughs> a grown woman read out loud on Audible said it was said, and I was in my hotel room taking a bath, and I was like, oh my, oh my goodness, oh my stars. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, t- <laughs> I, I called Nathan and said I need to apologize to Emma. <laughs> Just give wait. It a minute. Give it a minute. <laughs> Let them cook. Yeah. So, see, I... And then I was like... Oh. And then it just and, didn't stop. And then the spice continued. Look, one, one or two spicy scenes, fine. But if there's too much of it, I don't love. I'll fast forward. No, it, I'll skip a book. That's why in Six of Crows and Crooked Kingdom, the intimate moments between mm. Kaz and Inej... Ugh. Like... It's tasteful. It... Ugh. It's, it's delightful. It is the, I've said it before, I'll say it again, the most romantic and yes. intimate scenes without yes. being inherently sexual. Yes. So many people who write relationships mm-hmm. skip and push straight to, to the animal magnetism, the tension, the blah, 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 blah. There's tension tell between me, them. Tell me not there is something more sexual and intimate and romantic and, like, you have this knowledge of the other person that no one else has yeah. as bandaging a wound. But, like, not uncomfortable. It's as, not, like... As holding hands. Yeah, and it's not It's uh, not cringe. It's, it's not, not like uncomfortable. It, it's not, like, cut the tension with a knife. I mean, it is, but it's, like... 
Oh. It's like you don't want to breathe because you don't want to disturb it's, them. It's like, no, literally, mm-hmm. I was just about to say, it's like I didn't want to intrude on their moment mm-hmm. when I was reading it. Like, ugh. That's why Lee Bardugo is a mm. master. 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 Anyway, mm. <laughs> on off that tangent. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Um, thanks for joining us. <laughs> uh, join us next week as we go over chapters 11 through 15. Sure. Um, you can, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send us an email at twomournerspod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram at twomournerspod and follow mm-hmm. us on TikTok at twomournerspodcast. Oh. Different. I know. No. Um, anyway, thank you all for joining. And as always, happy feasting. <laughs> Bye.